Hi, and welcome to Global Impact, a podcast designed to help you find the freedom to accomplish more with your life, increase the productivity of your team, and make a difference in the lives of people around the world. I'm your host, J.W. Oliver, and I thank you for joining us. Hi, this is J.W. Oliver. We're super excited to have you back again today. And we have a pretty special treat. And uh, it's a, a fellow mountaineer here. And it's Mr. Chris Pruitt. Chris, we're super excited to have you on today with us. Hey, man, JW. I appreciate you having me. This is uh, hopefully this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Chris and I have caught up over the last few months and we've learned that having fun is the name of the game in life. And that's really what I want to talk about. I, I, you know, global impact. We've we can dovetail into a little bit about what we do with our businesses, but man, isn't that true? I mean, you mentioned about how we get caught up in our business life. And I know for me, um, I've, I've had companies and have companies that can just take an enormous amount of time and you can find it taking, taking time onto your, your evenings, but then your weekends. And, and then I've gotten fat and out of shape because I allowed it to get into my weekends. I've disregarded my family or my kids or, my church obligations, but, but talk a little bit about that. I mean, what, uh, I think that's a, Chris and I have a lot well, of things in common. I mean, that's, that's the cool thing. We, we, the more we talk, the more we realize how much we have in common, but, but tell me a little bit about, about how that's happened to you with an, an emphasis on maybe the unimportant, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind of, what's kind of interesting is JW and I kind of, although we went to high school together, we sort of reconnected. I, on, uh, I was coming down from a mountain climb in uh, July, and uh, it was Mount El- Elbrus, which is in Russia, but it's the tallest mountain in Europe. But I was coming down from that, and um, uh, JW sends me a message on WhatsApp and says, Hey, man, I see you like to climb mountains. We're going to go do Mount, uh, go up to Everest Base Camp and, uh, um, in, um, you know, in, in March of next year. And, would you like to come with us? And at that point, I was already planning to do this other mountain, Aconcagua in uh, South America, but the offer came in and I was gonna get to climb with some cool people and stuff. And I I mean, it took me a couple, I said, give me a week or so, but then it was just like, I'm in. And, and that really is how I make decisions. I mean, once I I just sit there, I make a decision and then and then I just go for it. I mean, that's, that's how it works. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting because we had just, uh, I, 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 I try to do something every year that gets me a little out of my comfort zone, which most things get me out of my comfort yeah. zone. But I, I knew that I wanted to do that. And we had been planning this trip to Everest Space Camp. And we say Mount Everest, let me clarify, uh, Chris and I are not going to the top of Mount Everest. Uh, we, we're crazy and we're adventurous, but not there. But, but going to base camp, which is about 17.5, and we end up going a little over 18,000 feet. But I saw Chris uh, climbing Mount Everest, uh, I'm sorry, Mount Elbrus, and I thought, wow that is cool here is somebody that likes to climb just as as i do uh, not, not climb i should say hike i think yeah. it's a trek let's call it trekking not, hike, not not climbing and uh, i thought man you'd be perfect to go and boom here we are uh, uh, what three weeks away from i, I know three uh, weeks and, from and today I, I fly out it, it is and i'll tell you what's another weird little parallel i always say it. it's weird how the universe works you know but uh, I'm sitting there looking at who's on the list of going, and I see uh, uh, a picture of a blonde-haired lady named Terry Thompson, and I'm like, wait, 
back at Colonial Baptist in Wichita <laughs> Falls, I think I remember a Terry Thompson. She was married to our preacher, Rick. And then yeah. I'm like, what wouldn't happen to me? And anyway, I mean, who would have ever thought that this many years later that, you know, here we are and we leave in three weeks. Uh, I mean, provided we've already had some coronavirus issues. So hopefully that won't, uh, hopefully that won't get it, knock us out. Yeah, but I, I think that's interesting. You're right how we reconnected and, and right. uh, Terry Terry and, and Rick uh, have been friends of mine. Terry went with Peru with us a couple of years ago. So we, uh, I call her the billy goat because I can't keep up with her. She runs up the mountains while I'm uh, way far behind. Thanks, Terry, for leaving us in your dust. But uh, I, I think it's interesting how we're all able to set those goals and set those intermediate things. But for you, what's the hardest thing? When, when you think about climbing Elbrus or, or Everest Base Camp or Aquincaga or uh, Kilimanjaro, what are those obstacles that you see or that come into your mind that keeps you from those goals? Right. Well, so much of the time, I find the biggest obstacle, as you know, it's 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 me, it's myself. You know, I I I get in the way. Um, I mean, sometimes there's real things that get in the way, and but but a lot of times it's me, and 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 I think that was you know is, is part of um, you know we were talking about it earlier, but back in uh, back in 2011, my daughter, who's 19 now, she was she was 11 years old at the time, was diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, wow. with a really, really bad lymphoma. And you talked about being put in the right place at the right time. Well, we'd been in Texas. And in 2010, I decided I was going to leave that. I work for, I run TV stations, essentially. I work for the largest broadcasting company in the United States called Nexstar. And uh, I'm a vice president with them. And, uh, and I'm currently live in Waco. But I decided to leave the company and go up to Idaho to uh, work with a friend up there who had a TV station and was needing some help. One year later, after moving up there, my daughter's diagnosed with lymphoma. If your kid gets lymphoma or leukemia, you know, you go to St. Jude's if you want the best, the best you can get. Or you essentially, it's about like winning the lottery. There's a study open somewhere around you and there's an availability for your kid to get in it. So not only in Boise, Idaho, we were living in Twin Falls, Idaho, an hour and a half of where we lived, not only was there a study open for the specific type of lymphoma that my daughter had, but they had an availability come out and we were wow. instantly in, in the program. And, and in the end, I mean, it was, you know, she, she wound up on the right, on the right side of the drug study. She had some friends on the other side. They did not make, it. you know, I mean, you, 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 they weren't friends beforehand. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, you, you go through this and everybody becomes a, a little support family and everything, but, uh, but she she was on the right side, and now kids are being saved from uh, lymphoma because of you know the study she went through. And she's uh, she's 19 and a freshman at uh, Texas State now, and she climbs mountains and jumps out of airplanes with me and paraglides and does everything. And then a uh, then the next year, uh, the guy that I moved up there to go help, who is in great health and everything else, uh, few, just a few years older than me and everything, he drops dead of a heart attack. Like. Literally, the doctor said if I was standing there, I couldn't have saved him. And uh, wow. and at that time there, JW, I mean, I was an absentee everything in my life. Um, all I did was work. You know, it was all about acquisition. I mean, I just got to tell you like it is. And, uh, um, you know, the um, 
I, I worked and made money and that was it. And, uh, and after those two events right there, it told me there's more to life than this. And, uh, like I said, as quick as you can flip off the switch, I said, there's going to be a change. And at that time I weighed about 350 pounds. And, uh, um, cause step number one was getting the health. So and, you were in pretty good shape at 350 pounds, right? <laughs> it was tough, especially when you live in Idaho. So you're yeah. at altitude. It was tough. And uh, so anyway, so I said, I got I got to get this going. And I got to tell you, I mean, my first walk that I went out on, I, I could only make it a couple of blocks because my legs hurt so bad. And wow. uh, and then it and then it just grew from there. And then and then it became about, you know, setting goals and then achieving those goals. And I sat down and I created what I call the list. I'm still working on this on the list to this day, and every time I clear something off, I add something new onto it, and uh, and, it, and it may be something uh, uh, something difficult like climbing, you know, Mount Aconcagua, or it could be something simple like uh, you know I'm still working on uh, wearing my pajamas to Walmart. I haven't got that one off of there yet. Well, right. well that you well, but the problem is you're not going to look out of place at all when you do that. Well, right? that, that's right. So, you but know, you you, gotta, you did something. Advice. I remember one of your small ones last year was you wanted to spend your birthdays with your kids. Uh, yeah. You specifically had a goal and you posted it that you want, and you did that. So, those are those things on your list. But look, I'm going to go back and say that uh, God didn't put you in any of those situations by accident. You right. didn't move to Idaho by accident. You, you did meet up with, uh, at that altitude, your doctor, your daughter didn't go through the lymphoma and now you're doing, I, I believe that there's always a course that you get put on where, where God puts you on that track so you can learn something from it. So it's, Hey, look right. at the, the steps that your daughter made with the lymphoma. Now it's helping others. Look how that brought you to your realization to realize, Hey, I gotta, I gotta jump and get out get into shape. But you're right. I, I know with me, I tend to let life get in the way, right? I, 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 my work involves running a couple of companies and sometimes I'm going, oh, you know what? I, I got this one more thing I'm going to get done and, and, and then I'm going to go in there and speak to my wife. Um, and, and then next thing you know, two hours later, you realize all the lights are off in the house and everybody went to bed and you know, you're still in your office. And so I, I think it is about priorities. It's about setting those goals. It's about setting those limitations to say, I'm not going to work on Sundays or I'm not going to work past five o'clock and then you can start dovetailing and fitting in it in these other type big goals but but I'll also bring it to the point and say most people I know when I mentioned I'm going to Mount Everest base camp you know and it's what uh, two and a half weeks right it's a it's a long trip a couple of days over a couple of days back and then you got the trip but most people will say oh well you know my goodness I don't have the time I don't have the money I don't have the the wherewithal. Too bad I don't have what you have. I, I, I disagree with that. I mean, it does take some financial resources. It takes commitment. It takes deciding that these things are important to you. Whatever the money is, whatever the time is, whatever the sacrifice is, you're going to do those. Do you find that's true in your life oh, as I, well? I find it. I find it completely true. And I and I'll share a quick little story for you. Somebody we know both know, Jeff Allen, who's a uh, patrol officer up at, he's a highway patrol up in which up near Wichita Falls. Uh, we were having a conversation, I believe it was like in June or something like that. I'd, I'd, met, I'd met him, he was out on patrol and uh, and he said, you know, Chris, uh, man, I'd like to go do some of that stuff you do. And I said, well, why don't you just go do it? And he says, ah, you know, this, that, I got to work. 
I don't, you know, I don't have any flexibility and I, you know, I, it, it costs a lot to do that stuff. And I said, well, Jeff, if you want to do anything bad enough, you can figure out a way to do it, but you got to yeah. want it. You know, I mean, they, they build the walls, to let you prove how bad you want it. And he said, well, that's a lot of talk, Chris, whatever. Well, in his patrol car right there, as we were sitting there having that conversation, I said, I'm going to prove, I'm going to prove it to Jeff that you can't let something like money get in the way. Because if you want it bad enough, you can get it. I came back to Waco. And at that time, uh, my family was still up in up in Idaho. And uh, uh, so on the weekends, I had nothing going on. And, and uh, uh, so uh, so I sat down and I went online and I filled out an application to be a uh, pizza delivery man for Domino's Pizza. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you can't lie on the application. So I mean, right, I had to put down right. what my and you know what I did, my annual income and everything else. Well, I submitted it, and the next day I went over to the manager of the store where I applied over on the Baylor campus, and I said, I want to let you know, uh, I had a letter and I gave it to her, and uh, and in that letter it said, I want to let you know, I'm not joking, I'm serious, and I will be the best delivery driver you've got. And if, if, if I get in the way, you can fire me on the spot, but I promise you, I'll come to work and I'll, I'll work as hard as I can. Well, she hired me. And for three months on the weekends, I delivered Domino's pizza. And I got to tell you, I'm an old man. I'm 50, well, I'm 53, but I feel older, especially lately. <laughs> but but uh, I go to bed at like 10 o'clock. Well, on Sunday nights, I, I had to work till midnight. And... What? The last thing that I did on my shift was clean the parking lot, clean the dining room, clean the kitchen, clean the bathrooms. I, I was, you know, I should have been paying them a tuition because I absolutely love the technology. I delivered thousands of pizzas and not one of them was ever incorrect. So I love the technology of that. But it was also very humbling to, you know, to, to do those jobs and everything else that I did. And um, uh, I, I, I loved it, you know, and, and I made enough money to pay for my trip uh, to go to Kilimanjaro and, wow. and ultimately though, I, I, I gave that money to the, uh, Kilimanjaro Porters Fund up there. But the, uh, but that, that's a true story. I got, but you proved a point to, to Jeff, you proved a point to Jeff that if you want to do anything bad enough, and if in, in your case, if you were wanting to prove that, Hey, if money's the obstacle, here's a way you can go earn enough money in three months to take that once in a lifetime trip to Kilimanjaro. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, and there's been other things like here, I don't know, when was it? Last year, I wanted to be an Uber driver. So uh, so I did all the stuff that it took to be an Uber driver. And I did an Uber, become an Uber driver for a little <laughs> bit. And I gave that money to the uh, Make-A-Wish Fund. So uh, that was, uh, that was you know, my daughter was a Make-A-Wish kid. And I wanted, well, that. you know, I, I, it's it's interesting. And I, I it's not, uh, we kind of talked about, I mean, I, I, I mean, Jeff, uh, you talked about Jeff and, and what he's done. I know we talked about uh, mutual fan with Tom and how he just ran a, a half marathon and and just some of the things that you can put out in front of us that that you're able to be able to do that maybe you thought were you know dreams that you couldn't accomplish. But I think that's the same thing in our daily lives. It might be those little things. It might be, hey, I'd like to buy a new car, but I don't want to go in debt. How do I save up that money? Or, I want to take that dream vacation. I've never been to Disney World, and how do I do that? Well, you know, it's right. one step at a time. You might save fifty dollars a paycheck. You might save a hundred dollars a paycheck, or it's getting in shape. Uh, I know Zig Ziglar said the same thing. He said, well, you know, he was weighing three hundred pounds or something, and he said, 
my first my first uh, goal was to walk around the block one time. He said the first time I did it, I couldn't walk around the block. But the second time I did make it around the block. And so I think it's putting in those little pieces. And I know you do keep the list. You you talk about that. What your 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 website? You've got a little website uh, well, here. Well, what's the name of that website again? Well, it, it, it's it's at chrispruitt.com or uh, or it's BMF Adventure Club and. That can mean anything you want it to mean. It can be best Mexican food, or it can be beating my fears, or whatever you want it to be. But you know, and sometimes I like beating about, my fears. There you go. There you go. Sometimes it's about digging down deep and just being the person you can be. And you know, whenever it comes to achieving those goals and things, I mean, I think a lot of it is sitting down, taking taking the time to write out the steps. And yeah, you know, there was a there. One of the things on my list was to. Um, I want to see what it was like to live as a homeless person. So I, I did it for three days and uh, uh, I basically had, you know, uh, the items that I had in my black, uh, a black trash bag and uh, had four things in there. And, uh, and I lived here on the streets in Waco for a, you know, we had a long weekend because it was a late holiday weekend there and went out there and did it. And, um, um, that's 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 something I'll, it's I'll gotta I'll, be eye opening, right? I mean, it's uh, gotta well, be eye opening. It, it was. I mean, I remember sleeping behind uh, Waco Mission, um, and um, in my sleeping bag, and I couldn't really sleep because I, I mean, I, I was scared. I mean, I was afraid somebody's gonna sneak up <laughs> on me in the middle of the night or something. But that, but that next morning, I woke up and I and my eyes opened. I'm like, where am I? You know, and uh, and I and instantly I said, you're homeless. And you got to figure it out. We need some food, and what would we do? And but instantly, it you know I went into the that process oriented mode. I'm like, you know, what do I need? What do I? How am I going to do it? How am I going to go about getting this? And you know, you you don't know how to do that kind of thing until you do it a little. And yeah. that's where it just you know I mean so many people are homeless. It's because of you know drugs or or mental health or things like that. I mean, and, and, and that would be almost impossible, but it's about getting that process oriented. And, and the longer you do it, the, the easier it gets. It's like, I was, I was terrified to fly. Everybody in my company made fun of me because if it was within 10 hours, I'm, I'm driving. I mean, if I had a meeting the next morning and it was at 8 AM in, you know, Denver, well, I'd just, drive all night and I'd get there and you know and do my thing and they'd make fun of me and stuff and one day I was because I have to fly a lot with my job and stuff I said this is ridiculous and so I called up a guy who taught you how to fly planes a couple of years ago and I said I'm terrified to fly and I need to get over this so can you help me and he said sure and uh but so anyway it, I'm now a pilot and uh I'll get uh, you over your got, plane. yeah I, but I tell you, man, and I'm no longer afraid of flying. Now I'm afraid of flying if it's just me in there. Don't get me wrong; I'm not a good pilot. But the, uh, but you know, I remember one time I was on climb out, and you, you've 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 done some flying, and you know, when you're on climb out, you got to give it a little extra right rudder in the 170 Cessna 172, because you know the it's it's wanting to pull left, and uh, my leg, I was so scared and I was shaking so bad I couldn't keep my foot on the rudder, and I said, you know, I had to, you know, tell Aaron my flight instructor i'm like i i i gotta give you control you know and, it, and then it was the the handoff you know and uh, uh but i think the longer that you get in there and um it's like uh, afraid of heights i'm i'm still afraid of heights and but the longer you get up there and you stand you know you stand there at the edge and you go out there and you push yourself you know uh um 
growth and comfort. This isn't mine. It's an, it's a lady who ran HP, but growth and comfort do not coexist. If you're comfortable, you're not growing. And that's one of the things we were talking about this earlier. You have to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. I mean, that is where life begins. Uh, it, it, and and I, I tell my kids all the time, my, my kids, you know, I've got a 24 year old who just got out of the Marines. He's a machine gunner in the Marines. I got a 22 year old that is uh, works on a farm in Idaho and he's in five death metal bands that I can't even keep up with the names <laughs> of them. And I got my daughter in college, but I tell them, I said, you know, e easy decisions, hard life, hard decisions, easy life. I mean, that's, that's exactly that's right, it, man. Well, it's kind of like, uh, what, what is that old saying about, uh, um, when you wake up in the morning, kiss the frog, if that's going to be the hardest thing, the worst thing you got to do every day, maybe it's making that hard phone call at work. I mean, I, I wake up sometimes and, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I need to call that person and, oh, they're going to crap me out. And, and, and it's, if you don't do it at first, it's going to eat on you all day until you finally got to say, oh, it's 450. I need to call that guy. So I think it is about that. You know, our pastor always says, doubt your doubt and face, and doubt your doubt and face your fears. Uh, you know, you need to, you need to doubt the things you doubt, but you need to face the things you fears and, and do them. So yeah, I think it's like you're flying, you know, uh, uh, I got my pilot's license. Good gosh, I was 21, and um, you know, I ended up getting my uh, multi-engine and instrument, and hadn't flown in years now. But it was just one of those things I kind of wanted to check off the box and and say I'd done. And um, I, I know, like you, Chris. I mean, until I was 48, I had never ran, uh, you know, further than probably 100 yards because I was forced to in a football practice and. You know, we've now we've done multiple half Ironmans and we've done half marathons, uh, participated in, you know, some of the uh, uh, different events that they put on at these stadiums that are tough and, and, I, and, I, and you know, get pilot's license or, I, you know, I hated being intimidated when I was traveling overseas and didn't know Spanish. I said, well, I got to learn a little bit of Spanish. And so, you know, it's just these incremental things. Even now today, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, man, I wouldn't mind having my a degree in, in uh, religion, you know, because I love the study of that. But, you know, I keep putting it off, putting it off. I'm, I'm in the process of writing a book right now, and I, I keep putting it off, putting it off. I'm just thinking, but I got to make it happen. How, what is it you think that, that is your your key to success? Because you've been successful in, in business. You've been successful in your life. You, heck, you've been a pizza delivery person. I'm not everybody can say that. I can't say that. Uh, well, you've been homeless. You've been homeless recently. And uh, well, it, it's 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 really it's really hard to say. I mean, I think what it comes down to, and another thing, I, you know, I reference my kids, and and I got to tell you, I mean, I do what I do because I want to set a good example for my kids. I I want them. I I mean, I think it's hard out there, and it's getting harder. I don't know if it's getting harder, if it's any harder than it was whenever you and I were coming up and growing up, but. But I want to give it a set a good example for those kids and um, and let them know that they can accomplish what they want to be. It's never too late to become the person you want to be. You just can't get up. Absolutely. I, mean, I think that's that's the biggest part of it is you just can't give up and 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 anything worth doing, it's it's going to take effort and you're gonna you're gonna want to give up. I mean, you talk about the half the 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 half marathons and the running long distances and stuff the the furthest distance i've ever gone is 34 miles and i gotta tell you i mean i've ran some some marathons and stuff but you you never know 
if you've done half, you've had to have hit hit a wall doing a half Ironman and stuff. But it just uh, it it pulls because you 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 go on emotion for a while, and your physical is taking care of the things, and then the physical gives out, and then the emotion takes over, and you're going on the mind. But you hit a wall whenever both the physical and the emotion both give out on you, and I mean you're in and you're in tears, you feel like, what am I doing? I feel like I'm gonna die, what is, you know, and then you, you find a way to get through it. And you, you, you just, you just have to just not give up. I, and the thing I tell my kids is I said, I said, folks, kids, you, I mean, cause I, I, I've been a C student all my life, man. I, I most of my <laughs> high too. school classes were for non-college bound students. I went to Kerrigan tech school half a day and you know, I, I don't know how I am where I where I am now or anything else, but I tell them, I say, you know, you don't have to be incredibly smart or incredibly anything except you just can't give up. You just have to, it's largely, you know, if it's a competition, you largely just have to outlast the other people, you know, and, and just keep in there and stay in there. But you you deal with these with these roadblocks that come up and it's too easy and, and 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 i even you know and, and again it was part of the things with with my kids you know my kids definitely had a different life than i had and and i felt like it you know their life was too easy for too long and that's whenever i started saying you know that uh, most growth that you have comes through suffering comes through pain if if, if you want to grow you got to find your pain and if you really want to accomplish something big you got to discover your why i mean why did I lose, you know, hundred and something pounds? Well, it's because I saw my daughter get really sick and I saw one of my good friends die. And wow. you you got to find that why. And it, it, the bigger the goal, the bigger the why, you know? And and then though, but it does come down to that mindset of, of saying, you know, there are going to be things that are going to get in the way, but you just got to power, you just got to, you just got to power through it. Uh, you know, we were talking a minute ago today, just, just before this podcast, I was overseeing my doctor. Uh, a month ago today, I had a surgery to remove my prostate. Um, I was uh, diagnosed um, uh, before Christmas. I, I went in around Thanksgiving. I had a high PSA level. If there's any 50-year-old men watching this, you go get your PSA level checked. Mine wasn't high. It was elevated. And I said, well, my doctor said, well, let's look at it went to the doc to a urologist he said well if you want to know for sure i'll do a biopsy they did a biopsy came back and for the second time in my life i heard the word you know uh well the first time was my daughter had cancer and then i heard that i had cancer and uh we talked about it and since i'm relatively young he said the best course is to remove your prostate it's pretty major surgery but a month ago today i i, I had that it's about well and, and let me surgery. let me also add that you, we've been planning on ever's base camp for eight or nine ten months and yep. uh I, I get this i get this text from chris that says hey i don't know if i'm gonna go or not i'm gonna leave my plans as they are uh, i've got to have some surgery you told me what it was and in the back of my mind i'm thinking oh chris is going I, 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 he's still gonna go i'm not even gonna say no because i just knew your background but go ahead but we uh yeah, and, and talking to my doctor, whenever we made the decision, uh, you know, there in, in early January to do the surgery, uh, I asked him about going, and he said it was an impossibility. And, and I and I figured, you know, but anyway, but uh, um, but here we are. I mean, a few weeks ago, uh, it was all I could do to make a couple of laps around the parking lot. And uh, Saturday, uh, it's slow, 
and it's hard and it hurts. I mean, I've got, of course, you know, I'll, I'll probably be calling them stab wounds later, but I've got six <laughs> holes in me here, you know, amp up the story a little bit, but that are, that are, you know, they're, they're back healed and stuff. But, uh, on Saturday, I was able to walk 10 miles. So, uh, but, so but you we're, know, we're going. I mean, that's the amazing thing. I mean, you took adversity. I mean, and look, major adversity, having your prostate removed and having have, having the C word come out from the doctor. But I was gonna gonna kind of push this into another thing about about goals. So obviously, what you're doing is remarkable. That you're going to be able in three weeks, or I guess we got about three and a half weeks before we start climbing. But that we're actually going to be climbing up to Everest Base Camp, and here you were two months removed from that you, you've had a major surgery i think well i want to go back to something you said earlier too you said that i don't know how i've succeeded well i do i can answer your question for you because you persevere it doesn't matter if you're a, a c student or a d student or you didn't finish high school it's all about i always tell my kids you've got to outwork the other person that's what it's all about and i don't mean work longer i don't mean work long hours but i mean you got to stand out. You got to be willing to do the hard work. You got to be willing to stay past 5.01 p.m. when the clock strikes. You got to be willing to care about your business. And that's what you've done. That's how you've built what you're doing into a, uh, an amazing career. But I want to say this, Chris, I think, uh, now I, I've gotten smarter over the years. Uh, there's some Bible verses I, I love about the people that you put around you, you know, those that our pastor says you, you put into your fab five or your closest five friends, you got to remove the negative people out of your life. And I don't believe you can even be friends with those people. You could be an acquaintance. You could work with them. You could see them. They can be your relatives. But I do not believe that you can have people in your life who are negative, who are naysayers. Uh, you know, the old saying that says, um, um, uh, small minds talk about people, average minds talk about events, and great minds talk about ideas. And here we are talking about an idea to, to climb Mount Everest Base Camp, or an idea to succeed in your business, or to battle cancer and come back. I'm telling you, I'm so passionate about people being around the right people that are uplifting. First of all, I want to be around people that love Jesus. Secondly, I want to be around people that are uplifting and are encouraging and they're talking. I read a verse yesterday about words are like honey and you want to be around those people that are going to that are going to encourage you in what you do. And and you know what, if you're not a, if you don't have those types of people in your life, I don't believe you are going to succeed because uh, now the doctor was just telling me the truth because 99 percent of the people would not have been making this climb. And I don't even say that I would be because that's a tough climb. But how many times if you listen to the people around you, uh, demoralize you, degrade not only you or tell you, ah, you can't do that. Uh, an old friend of mine told me one time, he said his grand, he was walking with his dad and they were walking with his son. The son was about eight. And he said uh, his, he was walking through the field and the, the eight-year-old boy, they were hunting. And he said, uh, right. one day I wanna, I'm gonna own uh, some land just like this so I can hunt on my own land. He goes, well, you, you, he said, uh, you, you better marry rich because you'll never own something like this. And he said, I got home and I told my dad, said, don't ever tell my kids that. Why would you say that? And so I'm, I'm real passionate about just putting yourself around. You know, our pastor says, the people you hang around with, your inner circle, you're going to talk like they do. You know, I, I, don't, I don't use profanity anymore because I'm not around it. I think it's 
I think it I think it makes you sound like an idiot if you want to be the truth. But uh, yeah, I don't use profanity. I think being around people that love Jesus, being around people that you're going to find that they have the same income levels that you even do. You're going to tend to associate with the same type. So if you don't like the situation you're in, you said it earlier, find some new people. You know what I mean? Find find new friends. Get Surround yourself with those people that are going to bring you up. And then you can set those goals and, and then you can succeed. Because I think we've talked about that. What is it? Like less than 4% of the population actually sets written down goals. Right. And, and, and that may be high. Most most people I've met don't set those goals. So, so kind of talk about that, how it is about how you've surrounded yourself with the right people as well, and, and probably at work and in your personal lives. Well, I mean, at, at, at work, it's, it's not so hard because you try to hire the right people and stuff. And in the, uh, in the, in the personal life, I, I guess it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Now I do have to say there, there, there are a lot of instances where, um, where I want to, you know, like I said, a lot of what I do is I want to be an example, you know, if, if, Sometimes I think you have to look, you you have to look at things. I was just uh, reading something the other day, and 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 sometimes whenever whenever you're whenever you're accomplishing things, you got to look at it. And we're going to put it in in a God sense here. Am I doing this for me? Am I doing it for God? Am I doing it for me? Am I doing it to other yeah. somebody else? And you know, it's like the folks that I, that I work with here and everything else. They um, whenever I went and did Kilimanjaro. They, uh, they gave me some trekking poles and I've made sure, trekking poles get beat up, man. I mean, if you use them a lot and everything, but I've made sure that I've kept good, good care of these things. Because every time I come back, I talk to these people and I'm like, you know, the trekking poles you got me, got me to the top of another mountain. You know, I'm here because of you all. And um, I, 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 I do, I mean, you just naturally surround yourself with people that are, that are similar to you that, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you run parallels and commonalities, especially if you like to talk, you like to talk. I like to talk. We like to make friends and stuff. It just happens. Uh, you know, but, but I also, you know, I, I get on that. I, I, I seek out opportunities too, to, to find these people where, where maybe, maybe I can have an influence. I've been at, I was past three days, I was in Lubbock and, uh, uh, we had a sales trainer there, you know, you know and and a couple of things, you know, uh, there. I was reminded of several things. I, I call it it worked so good I quit doing it. But he, uh, <laughs> uh, but he was a sales trainer, and and we were having a conversation, and he says, Chris, I, you know, I, I used I love reading your I used to love reading your stories and posting and stuff. I don't ever, I don't ever, I don't ever see it anymore. And I said, man, I said, I, I don't know, I sort of back to where, cause I, I love to write and I write and someday my kids will, I want my kids to have that one day. And of course they'll probably, ah, it's just crazy old dad and some of his crazy stuff, you know, and <laughs> psycho babble. But the, uh, but he says, I kind of miss it. And I said, you know, I, uh, uh, back, uh, I said back in about October or something, I kind of had this sort of crisis conscious or something. I was like, and what's my motivation in doing this? Is this my, is my motivation? Look at me because I want this to be my motivation to inspire other people. I know how you are, JW, you, you inspire tons of people, you inspire me. I mean, it's just, you know, and I had to question my motivations and I didn't know if they were, they were pure. And so that, that's whenever I made the decision, I said, yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. And th this, this guy who owns this uh, company called the Swagger Institute of all things. And, 
but uh, his name's Darren. He says, man, I really miss that. And uh, last night we were driving back from Lubbock and, uh, and I was thinking about that. And um, I don't know, you know, I hear from people that some of the stories make a difference and I hope they do. And, uh, um, you know, I, I think, I think we do all inspire each other. I mean, some of this is just uh, like going on this trip here. I mean, if I was, if it, if, if I was going with people that I did not know, which, you know, um, the climbing Kilimanjaro, I didn't know anybody. That was my yeah. first big time to go high. I didn't know anybody, but, um, so don't ever let that stop you. Don't ever, don't Absolutely. travel because you can't get some, if you want to do it, you go do it. But, but part of the reason why I've just been battling through this, cause I gotta tell you, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm still tired and I still hurt and everything else, but it's because, you know, uh, you, you charge me up, man. And, uh, um, if, if it wasn't, if it wasn't you, I, I don't know that I'd be doing this, but, <laughs> well, I, but it's, I, I it's about hanging around, hanging around the right people. I, I think you would, I disagree. You'd find a way to do it because you're yeah. like that. But I, but I agree with you. I mean, look, we talked about on this call, even before this trip, Hey, there's going to be times where we may get a little altitude sickness, you may get a little tired. You may feel like you don't want to go any further. And that's when you just got to say, Hey, I'll, let me, let me reach over here and rest with you. Then we're going to get going. We're going to make it to that next tree or we're going to make it to that next turn and we'll get a drink of water or something. So, you know, look, I, I think life is about putting yourself around those right people, seeing how many you can people you can encourage. One of my prayers every single morning, Chris, is the Lord, show me somebody I can encourage today. It could be a text. Um, uh, gosh, you talk about stuff going on all the time. One of our team members that works for us there in Zimbabwe today. Uh, she, she actually works with me directly. She, uh, man, it just breaks my heart. She informed me like Monday that her her mom had cancer, had uh, cancer on her spine and it was inoperable and, and she's in Harare. And uh, she was like, hey, but I'll, I'll come in later in the week. And I'm texting her going, no, you're not coming in this week. Just stay with your mom. And I, I, I got a text from her this morning and she was just telling me that you know, mom's on morphine now and it's really getting close to the end. And she was like, but I'll be in next week. And, and you know, so I just told her, I said, no, you don't come in next week. But I always think even those little situations, it's just that, uh, and, and I didn't do it to, you know, to, to, to uh, beef me up. I just did it because I wanted to encourage her. So I think people don't understand um, how, far a word of encouragement can go to somebody and so i encourage us all today i mean we've been talking about goals and you know we've, we've been talking about a lot of stuff i think we could do a joe rogan show here and go for a couple hours if we needed to but uh, we don't have enough profanity to do the joe rogan show oh there you go but, uh, <laughs> uh, although i love him as well uh but but i but i will say you know to kind of kind of dovetail or kind of wrap this up or pull it into a ball if you will Look, you've mentioned about you love writing. I've been trying to write this book. I'm not a great writer. I, I enjoy that though. I enjoy a, this year. I'm on my blog. I'm I'm, I'm keeping track of my trips because just want to look back, see what I did this year. And it's not for anybody else. It's just for me. Um, but it is about setting those immediate goals, and and it's about setting these trips to whether you want to be a pilot or whether you want to say, um, I want to save up some money at Domino's Pizza so I can take that trip or whether whether you uh, want to do something nice for your wife or your kids. You mentioned about stepping out of your comfort zone. That's what it's all about with me. I'll even say my daughter, uh, a few years back, uh, I found this trip that would allow her to, to spend time overseas for a semester. 
and uh, she didn't know anybody. At first she was like, well, I'm not going. She was 21 at the time. And I said, yeah, yeah, you need to go. Even my wife was like, well, she doesn't know anybody. I go, yeah, that's good. Just go. And she went, she had to go through the Frankfurt airport by herself and she had to go to London. Then she had to get on the tube and she had to get to this, you know, dorm room. And at the, you know, guess what? At the end of five weeks, she found her five new best friends and, you know, she loved London and she had a good time. But what if you don't push yourself out of there? Right. I think you've got to make sure, especially with your children, that you're, you're putting them in situations that might be a little bit uncomfortable. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you uh, uh, one other thing, Chris. Uh, just a quick question to kind of kind of cut out there a little bit. Can you hear me again now? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, we're on the power of Zoom, so uh, Chris cut out there for a minute. Um, you know, I've got a verse here I drew up. It's uh, I found it's it's may He give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Proverbs twenty four twenty uh, verse four. I think it's. Isn't that really accurate to life? I mean, we think about what are the desires of our hearts? What is it we want to do? And if he's in it, if we put him into the middle of those plans, then we can make those to, to succeed as well. well I agree. I, I tell you, there's uh, what you all are doing in your company and everything is is uh, is, is pretty remarkable. It, um, we were talking before this about the, I'd never seen poverty like the poverty I saw whenever I went to Africa and whatnot. And I remember I was uh, several months ago, I was on y'all's website and I saw a story about a woman, a young lady who was trying to get ahead and everything else. And in the process of getting ahead, she kept having all these setbacks. In fact, if yeah. I remember correctly, her house burned down yeah. right as she oh, was yeah. about to go take this huge test and everything. And you know, but, but she persevered and she made it through and everything else. And, uh, and, and, you, you know, it, it, as I read that and everything else, it, it just reminded me, you know, just, you, 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 you know, like you said, surround yourself with great people, work at it as hard as you can, never give up. You know, it's, it, it is, it is every bit of those things. And, you know, JW, what y'all are doing in y'all's company, it, it's, it's absolutely remarkable. And, uh, you know, hats off to you and your partners well, and what y'all are doing. You're, well, I you're changing that. lives. Well, thank you. I, I, Global Impact, this podcast is about that. I, I think many times I want to talk about what people I know are doing coming out of their comfort zone. I, I, I just read Richard Branson's uh, uh, book. It said, screw it, let's screw it, just do it. It's a really good quick read about things, but I appreciate that. You know, sometimes we don't realize I'm, I'm 54. Uh, the, the day we stand on Everest Base Camp, I'll be 55. So, you know, I, 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 I want to be able to start keeping those intermediate goals out of there. But look, the bottom line is I want to help people. Um, right. You know, when when the when the Lord calls me home, I, I don't, I don't want to look back and get there. And he goes, huh, well, you, you, you made it to heaven. But man, what did you do? Right. What influence did you have? What impact you have? And that's scary because I don't want to have that conversation. You know, I want him to be able to say, hey, you, you had it all wrong for a long time, but you you, you got back on track and, and you're able to help people. And, and let's, let, let me end with, with this, Chris. I, I think that something that's real important to me and passionate about is everybody always, I mean, I grew up uh, 
well, Dog Patch, Wichita Falls, right? And, uh, you know, Dog Patch, if you don't know, it's a little acronym there. I, uh, people say I didn't grow up in Dog Patch, but I went to Bonham Elementary and I lived on Yale and 21st Street. And uh, that's that's the kids I grew up with. And we might have been a little worse than Dog Patch, actually. But, uh, you know, it's not about how much money you have. It's not about uh, people always say, well, if I, if I had the money, I'd do this. Or, boy, if I had your time, I'd do this. People see me traveling a lot, but I'm like, you know, look, I work every day I travel too. So wherever I'm at, I'm, I'm usually working a full day. But I don't believe, I believe those are just excuses. Mm -hmm. And so if we want to make an impact, if we want to do something for the kingdom, as I say, if we want to be kingdom builders, if we want to be kingdom minded, then you just got to get started. You, you might not do anything more than just serve soup at the soup kitchen, but you're doing something. And I right. think it's important that you set those incremental goals, that you can have those small impacts, that you can begin to have those big impacts as well. I, I could not agree with you more. Like I said, whenever whenever I started on my, my journey back in 2012, I, I, I knew I had a hole, you know, I'll, I'll just say it, I had a hole in, you know, in, in, in my heart, I guess. I had a hole yeah. in my heart. And I always believed that, you know, the, the, the Mercedes Benzes, the big homes, the the more I tried to fill that hole with, you know, uh, acquisition and material things, and that that hole, uh, that it that just that just went nowhere. It, it did not feed it, and uh, and it wasn't until I discovered that I, I you know I had a hole in my life, but it wasn't uh, that that was not the things that that needed that I was going to be able to fill that hole with. And I think that's one of the things you got to realize, you know. Uh, if you got a hole in your life, you know, figure out what, what it needs to be filled with. And then, then you just set your sights and you just go after it and you, you go at it with everything you got. Well, you know, they, they, what, what, what's that, what's that saying? I, I can't think it exactly, but it says, um, you don't know you need Jesus until you need Jesus. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's what that's about. You know, I think most of the time we're, we're thinking, man, if I just save up another, ten thousand dollars if i just take that trip if i just get that new car i don't know about you i mean I, I just got a new truck for the first time in 12 years and i was noticing the other day i've only had it a couple months i'm like well, crap it don't smell it doesn't smell new anymore so that stuff just wears off right and and we realize that that that's temporary uh, i want to end with one of my favorite verses it's ephesians 3 20 it says now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to the power that works in us and it says, according to the power that works in us, he's able to do more than we could ever ask or imagine. Man, I think that's a powerful word to live off of, to, to lean on, to live with, is that when we want something bad enough, uh, God can make it happen. But but most importantly, man, you got to set those goals. Uh, you got to have that BMF adventure. You, you got to have that uh, lifestyle that says you live. You know, I, I, sometimes you'll hear me quote this old William Wallace. It says... Uh, from the, from the old movie of Braveheart, it says, yeah. uh, uh, in my best Scottish accent, you know, it says, every man dies, but not every man truly lives. And 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 I love that because it, it's really true in life though, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's true. Everybody's gonna die, we all know that. Right. But how did we live? And I think that's what we want to be measured with. Uh, I guess if, uh, what do they say about that in your gravestone? It's it's not about the first year and the dad, the, the, the last year, it's all about the dash. What did you do in the dash? So, uh, that's right. Well, Chris, it was fantastic to have you on here. I just, uh, man, a guy who's, uh, uh, 
done everything from been homeless to Domino's pizza to, to running marathons and ultra marathons and climbing Mount. You're way ahead of me on the, the Elbrus and uh, climbing uh, Kilimanjaro. But guess what? Three weeks, we're going to be up, headed up towards uh, Mount Everest Base Camp. And I don't know, I don't even know anybody that's done that. Do you know anybody else that's done I, that? I, I know one guy, one guy, his name's Charlie. He lives down in New Braunfels. He's one of the, he, he's one of the guys that kind of got me on the road. There you in go. In fact, he, he, uh, he wanted to climb this one mountain and I actually did end up climb, climbing it. He's never climbed it, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, but, but man, we're, we're going to do it. We're, we're going to figure it out. And, uh, Man, there's the, I'll see you at the top. That's all there is to it. We'll be like Zig Ziglar, right? Say, I'll see you at the top. At the top. That's <laughs> it, man. Well, Chris, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, man, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Uh, I get, I get, I mean, I really do get encouraged and enthused by having guys like Chris, not only on here, but, but in my life, I get the occasional text. So, uh, Chris, until we meet again in uh, Kathmandu. Kathmandu, man. Katmandu, here we come. Uh, thanks for everybody joining in. I hope you enjoyed another quick edition and a good story with Global Impact. Have a super week. Take care. Thanks again for joining us on another edition of Global Impact. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Deezer and follow us on Facebook. Links will be in the description below. Until next time. Stay inspired, stay motivated, and make an impact.